Hey guys, just a quick note before we get started with this episode. Obviously, and it will become apparent soon, neither Emily nor Aiden nor I are financial advisors. This is not advice. We are not subject matter experts, and we're not recommending anything that we do or have done. This is all speculative in our own opinion. Okay, hope you enjoy the episode. And I'm Emily. And, and here's, here's the, the thing. thing. This here's week the on thing. Here's the Thing, we have our guest. <gasps> Aiden. <laughs> you might recognize him from the Aiden episode of last season. Not only do you recognize him, you guys have missed him. I know. Oh, yeah. So you're happy to have <laughs> him back. Most definitely. Most definitely. And now you get all this screen time, this air time. To yourself, no other Aiden to share it with. Amazing. How's yeah. it feel? I feel uh, amazing. I feel wealthy. <laughs> and speaking of wealthy, this week's episode is about the stock market. Our so. first time investing, trading, speculating, <laughs> spending money <laughs> in a terrifying way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For starters, Aiden, why do we choose you for this episode? What's your credentials? Why? What makes you an expert on stocks? Uh, well, I don't. Oh, also throw out the fact that we can't use the word expert here. I cannot make that more clear. <laughs> no, definitely not. So I'm gonna throw that question back. Why did you bring me on here? I. Th- okay, I know that you roamed Wall Street bets before. First of all, I okay. know that you love talking about the economy. Uh, I. I usually when I want to talk like investments, stocks, money, economics, I will be like, oh, I wonder what Aiden thinks about this. So in my mind, you're an expert. In my mind, you're that John Mulaney joke of like a kid babysitting a kid as like a horse babysitting a dog (laughs) and it's you guiding me through stocks. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely super interested in that sort of stuff. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Pretty funny. A lot of it. Um, Funny? Oh? (laughs) Yeah. This is my livelihood, Aiden. (laughs) Uh, All my money, Yeah. Um, Yeah, I guess, what was everybody's foray into, like... Okay, so trading is different from investing, right? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so what, what, was everyone's... what is the difference? I think just to make, just to clear things up for the audience, I know the least amount by like exponentially. So I'm very confused about everything. What is the difference? So it's kind of like a, I guess it could be construed as like a snobby distinction. Like, oh, you're just speculating. <laughs> you're not, you're not investing. <laughs> um, On the flip side, it's like, oh, you're gambling. You're not investing. Well, yeah, spe- speculating right? is, is uh, an another word for gambling basically um Mm -hmm. so it's like oh like uh you're just like you're just like um just buying stuff because uh you're hoping you can turn around and it'll like go up a bunch and then sell it the next day you know um Mm -hmm. versus if you're uh investing uh (laughs) 
then it's probably so more of a long-term thing. Yeah. In so my at head, what point does it become investing? Like how many, how long do you have to hold on How many on days? <laughs> yeah. In my head, if you're buying like Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, these are things you know are going to go up in the future, right? Like say uh-huh. in like five years. I mean, Uh like, daily. Maybe not daily. Things are going up, generally, trending Mm -hmm. upwards. So that feels like investing to me. I don't know if this is true. This is just in my head. And then speculating is GME. We are in the wake of just, like, the most insane game stock stock market situation right now. And that, that, like, you needing to watch the market from open to close every day feels like what, like, speculating is. Just being like, when do I need to sell? Because I know that it's coming soon. And soon could be, like, days, hours, minutes, weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess with that, I can tell my first time investing, it Mm. was, um, and I think it was investing because I've had this stock for nine months now, so IDK. Maybe it was speculating. But I have no plans on selling it because I don't even know how to sell it. But was (laughs) last, (laughs) was last March, when March. the stock market crashed because of COVID, Ashley told me that I needed to buy <laughs> stocks if I was smart. And so I did right then and there. I remember where we were at. We were sitting in our English class and I yep. bought <laughs> stocks on my phone. Thank you, And Cash it was, um, yeah, through Cash App, which I don't, I'm confused if that's like even a smart thing to do, but my dad told me it was fine. So I did it. And... <laughs> Your dad um, a gambler told you it was fine. <laughs> my, dad is a, my dad is a gambler, so... I trust him with everything. Uh, and I bought, and I was looking at this, I bought Disney, which I have no idea why. I don't really like Disney, but apparently, and I bought Beyond Meat, which makes sense nice. for me, and General Electric. Those were my first stocks. Mm. Ashley? Aiden is so not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> he really said, mm. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh. My foray into stocks was, uh, Christmas 2019, so, like, nearing 2020, and my brother gave me the option. He said, do you want my Switch for Christmas or do you want money for stocks? And he was like, you can't use this money for anything besides stocks. And I was like, I haven't played, a, like, a console game in one million years. I'll take the money. <laughs> and so I put it over the course of, like, a few days because I felt so stressed about spending like $200 all at once. I don't know why, but in my head I was like, this is the scariest thing I've ever done. Because when you invest, it really does feel like you're spending something. Obviously you're buying something and you're not getting any return on it. And so it feels awful. Hmm. But my first purchases were Apple, Tesla, and Facebook. And I've done the math, guys. My $25 that I put into Apple when stock was 72 dollars and 48 cents for one share now is worth 47 dollars and 30 cents pretty impressive right and then facebook i like bought 20 dollars and then five dollars when the market crashed in like march of the last year i bought 25 and it's now worth nine dollars but or 29 dollars okay wait oh i gained Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 I gained, how do I, how do I say this? <laughs> it's worth $39, so I gained, I don't know, do the math there. It's not that hard, you I just can't do it right now. You gained $14. Thank you, thank you, I've won. 
But again, I haven't cashed out, right? I haven't sold, so I haven't actually made those gains. Right. And the most exciting one, Uh Tesla, the day after Christmas, 2019, one share was Mm $86.19. And on Thursday at closing, it was $835.43. So my $10 is now worth... $96.90. $96.90. Well, the the, the oh, shares really? split, too, so you should have even more money. The shares <laughs> split uh, four ways, I think. Four, so four... Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, four, three. Yeah. Yeah, four, three, two. Mm-hmm. They split in, like, a few months ago. It was a while back. Yeah. Wait, right? doesn't your broker just show you how much money you have now for each of those uh, stocks? Yeah, but I did the... Yeah, but I did the math on it. Like, I just separately did the math. Oh. So I also used Cash App because I was like, meh. Okay. Um, yes. So I just did calculations on how much each share was worth. Each I only buy in fractionals, right? Because I yeah, yeah. buy $10 at a time. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just did the math I on see, it. I see, I huh. see. Yeah. Okay, Aiden, what was your first investment question well I, I had no idea you could buy shares of stock on cash up i thought it was like a venmo sort yeah. of thing it is like venmo but it's like robin hood plus venmo oh. and not dirty oh <laughs> sorry <laughs> robin hood okay and not disgusting to... that's interesting um my first uh stocks that i bought um it was, I think it was like 2016, um, senior year of high school. Oh. And I. What was it? What was it? Uh, well, I asked my dad to get a custodial account for me with Schwab. Mm-hmm. So, like, because uh, I was um, younger than 18, I think. Like six, 17? 17, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I bought like a much more boring stock or like investment vehicle i guess than your guys uh it was it was uh like basically one that follows the s p 500 yeah like vanguard <laughs> yeah yeah BTI. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so i just have some general questions about the stock market that i'm kind of confused about and i'm just going to throw them out here but we're not going to spend all day on this okay so Okay, so let's say I invest $20 in Disney, and then, like, 10 years later, now I have $30 in Disney, technically, because that money has just grown. Is my, is the extra $10 being invested with, or is that just, like, like, is it smarter to just take that $10 and reinvest it, or is it smarter to keep it invested? I'm just very confused about that net $10. Like, what is that doing there, and where did it come from? Like. So, the per- so when you invest in a stock, the reason the stock market invests, correct me if this is like an oversimplification, is like so that companies can get funding and so that people can fund it and also in turn like make money. But why, okay, so that makes yeah. sense. But why does Disney need me to fund it? Isn't Disney big, big enough? Aren't they like losing money this way? Like can't they just invest, like once you get big enough, can't you just invest in yourself and not have to share the money you make with other people? Uh, so Disney, the the shares that you're investing in Disney, Disney is not getting that money, to be clear. Um, 
you were trading the shares with other people who had previously bought Disney. So you're buying a share from some other person or like institution that is selling Disney stock. Everybody's just trading with each other like pieces of Disney ownership. Does that make sense? So every stock has a set amount of shares, which is why when like AMC diffused from like 4,000 shares to 6,000 shares, stock prices went down because they were worthless because there were more. Yeah, correct. Mm -hmm. So so the reason why prices can go up is because now people, the demand is higher. People want it. And so people will sell to each other. So Emily, your share for $10 is now worth more than it used to be because now more people want it. Mm -hmm. So if you were to take your $10 out, you're not taking $10 out. You're selling the share, which is like $30 you said, right? Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, the share is just more valuable, um, and usually that's because, like, the underlying company is making more money. So that share, that piece of the company, like, that $30 worth of Disney or whatever, um, that is has become more valuable because that piece represents, like, more incremental profit that is being made than was being made before. Okay, look at that. Question one answered. Okay, I feel like the other, like, big thing I want to talk about is... Oh, wait. So this is a stupid question. I think I know the answer to this. If I put $20 into Disney, the most I could possibly lose is $20, right? Yes. Okay. Yes or no question. Easy. So, my other, like, just big question is, are stocks, like, even... Is capitalism moral? Like, should we even be participating in a system that's just, like making the rich get richer and expanding the economy. Like we're just like participating in a system that the only way our economy works is if it grows, right? If we, if our economy like doesn't grow in a quarter, like everything goes to hell, right? And because of that, we're constantly having to like make more stuff, extract more resources, work people harder. And it's like creating a really terrible world. So well, should I even be part, like, should I be buying stocks or like, I did, I just feel kind of weird about it. What are your guys' thoughts on that? That feels like a personal values uh, situation. You just need to decide if you don't want to take part in trading and selling stocks, right? And investing. But also at the same time, you get to invest in companies, right? That you believe in and can back like what you said about Beyond. Yeah. Well, another thing I'd like to add on is uh, that is uh, that is a value statement. Um, uh, But um, also, if you don't invest in the stock market and you don't have a pension, it's going to be pretty difficult to retire. Um, Yeah. Just because you need some sort of passive income. uh, I was going to say, (laughs) right after Chris told me, like, hey, Ashley, like, what do you want for Christmas? His like a few months later he said by the way you won't be able to retire comfortably if you don't invest now it used to be more people had pensions that would like let them just retire and live off of that but now those don't really exist unless you work for the government usda hello yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or pers mm, get that pers money pers tier one i <laughs> don't know what PERS is. I just know that my family talks about PERS a lot. The PERS rage. <laughs> PERS! <laughs> and I always tune them out. <laughs> well, it's... Bo- 
I don't know what PERS has to do with teaching, but, like, my whole entire family are teachers, and so Mm -hmm. there's something about teachers and PERS that they like to talk about it a lot. It's their pension. like, oh, so it's, like, their retirement fund? Mm -hmm. Okay, they're just paying it for their future. Good to hear. (laughs) Glad to know that they are doing good. Are they PERS tier one? I don't know what tier they are. How do you, wait, how do you advance in tiers? You can't. Mm, You just get set in it? Yeah, it's, it's, the, the people who, uh, started earlier, they're PERS tier one, the Mm. older people, and then the younger people are, like, tier two or tier three. Tier one is a really good deal because they didn't, the the state didn't know what they were doing and they guaranteed them a 7% return on their investment every year. And so now everybody in Paris Tier <laughs> 1 is rich. <laughs> we love to see we love to see old people who can retire actually though. <laughs> it's nice. Uh yeah, but it's uh Aiden, well at least Aiden Nelson's dad is always going around off on like how it's going to bankrupt the state. <laughs> He's like, "Now that now that uh Aiden Nelson's brother Bryce is out of school, I'm not going to spend any more money on Portland Public Schools. I'm not going to throw any more money down the drain." <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I love him. I think Aiden has told me before that his father hates like teachers. <laughs> I, I don't think he hates teachers. I just think he like hates government. <laughs> yeah, anarchist or like public schooling, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. And I was like, okay, well, that's my whole family, so let's not bring them together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, basically, the reason why we thought about this episode was because. Uh, one morning, and this has happened to me before with, like, Bitcoin, mm-hmm. but one morning, like, three days ago, basically, I woke up, and then I had eczema. My eczema had flared because I was so stressed about, guess what, GME, which I hadn't even invested in. I didn't even buy into it, and I was so stressed out by what it was doing that I was literally, like, getting stress flare-ups just about it. I was like... This is insane that, like, the stock market, which, like, physically, I can't even imagine, can't even, like, imagine seeing it, don't even know, like, what the embodiment of it would be, gave me eczema. Anyway, so GME, what are your takes? What are my takes on GME? Yeah, what are your takes? Well, I guess we should explain the situation, I suppose. Yeah, we should probably give some background. Mm-hmm. So GameStop. Mm-hmm. The company that sells games in the mall that all the time I walk by and I'm like, why are there resealed games everywhere? Like, this looks so janky. Uh, Went from $4, like, last year. And people basically saying, like, this company's going to go under, like, to 300 at close. 325 Yesterday? Friday? Mm-hmm. Which is insane. $325? dollars $325. Uh, yep. Yeah. It went from $4 to $325? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Holy. In, like, the matter of truly, like, weeks, basically. And it made its biggest jump, like, in a couple days, which is so, so stressful. Yeah. But the whole, like, saga has been going on for a little longer, like, maybe a year, two years? So, basically, it's been getting shorted for a while. Uh, yeah, as of as of uh, ten days ago, it was worth forty dollars. Oh, okay. Two, which is like what it used to run around, I guess, on average. Like a few years back, it was around fifty. Mm. Um, and then it got shorted a bunch, which is like shorting a stock is making a bet on it that it's gonna go down. So you know how 
what we do typically, Emily, is like buy stocks low, sell high. They buy stocks at the regular price, right? That it's at like high, quote unquote high, if you think it's going to go down and then sell when it's low, but they don't actually buy, they borrow it and then sell it. And then they have to buy it back at a lower price, hopefully is the hopes of shorting. So they, their net like increase, the gain that they get is the difference between how much they bought it for and how much they sold at. Which, if you're confused about that, I suggest listeners, you listen to like the indicator just had an episode about this, which is Planet Money's little podcast. And I listened to it and I said, oh, that makes a lot of sense. That was very helpful. And Ashley they... listened to it and said that they were out of touch. And I, I and think to be fair, to be I fair, think... I'm way too deep into this, okay? I was going to say, I think I she'd become a crazy person who doesn't trust anyone anymore. Because, like, it literally was just, like, ten minutes of them simply explaining it. And then she told me that they were out of touch. I, I immediately... Like, I immediately rolled back on it. I said, you know what? I'm too deep into this. That was a good episode, okay? They make a very good analogy with squirrels and nuts. It was just because they weren't, like, people who are buying GameStop are heroes and taking down capitalism or something. That she was like, they're out of touch. Don't trust them. (laughs) I didn't say don't trust them. I did say they were out of touch, to be fair. Uh, I realized that now I am the one who is out of touch, to be fair. (laughs) not in line with reality right now but Uh, yes (laughs) so anyway uh gamestop got shorted a ton and then people were like oh you're shorting this more than the stock exists like over 100 percent like bought more and sell sold more than existence so it's just basically the practice of it people were like oh why are you like bankrupting this company that theoretically is like worth more than four dollars a stock and then doing it at such an insane rate so people on reddit were like watch this (laughs) and then (laughs) wall street bets went off (laughs) i don't know how to explain it besides that just like insanity aiden how did you feel as it was happening what was your live reactions i thought it was hilarious yeah. That's it. That was just, <laughs> yeah. just funny. Just. Did I you feel cannot... like good about sticking it to the man? Were you just like, look at all these gamer boys? Like, what? We, we love all these gamers. Uh, Everyone it, believes in GameStop. Yeah, more like on the lines of, like, look at all these gamer boys. Um, maybe a little bit of stick it to the man, but yeah, mostly just it was funny to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes in the next few days, because uh, they're saying it like the shorts will be squeezed even more, or something. So, oh, no. Aiden is unconvinced. <laughs> I'm holding out hope. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to again to the moon. To the moon. <laughs> to the moon. Rocket. Yeah, I I haven't put Ugh. any money or like invested in in GameStop, uh, but uh, invest is not the right word. No, <laughs> yeah, you? that's why I put quotations around it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, of course, podcasting is not a visual medium, but uh, quote, <laughs> uh, <laughs> air quote, yeah. Um, but uh, Aaron and Paul, my brother and one of my friends, uh, for the listeners, and who don't your know. friend Ashley, and, yeah, and my friend Ashley. <laughs> Well, it, did you invest in GameStop? 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, Paul did too, and... I have steak, by the way. Okay, this. okay. Um, <laughs> Paul invested at 200 which I thought was hugely overpriced, and then he got an, a, another $100, so... Yes. Yeah. Did he sell? No. Oh, see, he doesn't have $100 yet. He could be out $200. That's what my dad said. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, because we don't, we as in the underdogs who are sticking it to the man, don't want people to sell, right? Like, that's, like, they have to hold on to it for it to not, for it to work. Is that correct? Question mark? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, the consequence of selling is that now there's more shares to buy demand theoretically or supply is higher and so you can buy at a lower cost Mm -hmm. correct gotcha and then also the the short uh sellers can uh buy back their shares to cover Mm -hmm. their short contract because they have to buy it back at they have to buy back shares at some point so the goal is to drive up the price as as much as possible so they have to buy back really expensive shares like how long do the how long do we need to keep the price high for them like how long can they just wait this out before it they wait for it to drop again. It's unclear, but um, uh, if there's not very many shares available to loan out, then they have to pay like a really expensive loan on their shares, like a super high interest rate. Um, uh-huh. So like like millions and millions of dollars a day. Uh, and and also the the higher the price goes, the and, more like, money they stand to lose. This is why you should participate in the stock market. I know, yeah. I know. So this is why I'm confused morally because I don't want to participate in like capitalism. But then it feels like if I participate in capitalism, I'm like taking down the big guys who are really. You only want to participate for capitalism. the short place, like the insane yeah. lose your life savings short place. No, I just want to participate in. I don't know what I want to participate in, in like hurting the the really bad guys. Like in my head, I'm not a bad guy mm-hmm. yet because I have <laughs> not that much money in the stock market compared to these people. It is crazy. Um, like, the the unfolding of the situation, I think, was, like, more insane and, like, low-key kind of uh, discouraging is the word I would use for, like, looking at the system and being like, oh, it's, like, a little stacked against normal people. Oh. Like, when they closed down trading on but, Robinhood? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, and, like, TD Ameritrade, which is, like, it makes sense, right? Like, they can't cover, but also... But also, it just feels, like, so wrong. It was, it was right? very suspicious. So, so yeah. Robinhood was, like, what, were, were they, like, bribed to stop letting people buy? They uh, get a lot of their funding from Citadel, which is, like, a hedge fund, right? Uh-huh. So... Yeah. Yeah, so basically it's, like, their their biggest investor. Yeah, well, not not investor. So basically, a Citadel gave a loan out to Melvin Capital, who lost a bunch of money, so they needed a loan to continue their short position. And then Melvin Capital immediately lost, like, $3 billion that they got loaned to. Um, but then also Citadel... Uh, so that, that loan is still owed back to Citadel and they need to make sure that they can get it back. Otherwise, they're just going to lose that $3 billion. Um, but Citadel buys a lot of order flow from Robinhood and mm. they provide... There it yeah, is. so order flow is like the data around like, oh, like you're sending a trade in to buy something. Then what Citadel does is it, it like goes and front runs your trade. So it goes and it sees, they see that you're buying a stock and then... They buy the stock and, and make it go a little bit up, and then they 
so then they get a little bit like pennies from you <laughs> basically mm -hmm. so the stock is like slightly more expensive and uh you have to buy it from them at a, at a slightly higher price um so that's like their business uh and <laughs> that's what they do they take literal pennies from you until it's billions and billions of dollars yeah they're like yeah <laughs> give me those pennies <laughs> a real scrooge mcduck yeah of sorts yeah um so then they were they could have been like oh like uh we're cutting off um we're cutting off our revenue if you don't like restrict access or something like that i don't know but uh, that's not saying they did that just could have happened just just this is also just speculation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i think that robin hood crooked well it's kind of it's kind of funny that they're named robin hood like the idea of robin hood is to steal from the rich and give to the poor but they here they are mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. keeping the rich rich yeah um cash app just like sent me a little message because i do have i did invest in amc which is like kind of part of all this but not <laughs> quite as part of it yeah um and cash app sent me a little message letting me know that i shouldn't do this and i did it anyways so i couldn't tell if but they didn't stop mm -hmm. me so i don't know mm -hmm. what that means i feel mm -hmm. like maybe they're being pressured to tell to like stop people from buying socks like that, but they're not actually stopping them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the idea was like, oh well, like if investors don't know what they're doing, this is like super dangerous for them, right? But it's also just like a way to cover, right? Like <laughs> everybody knows that GameStop is not worth three hundred and twenty-five dollars. Nobody is like, oh yes, I think <laughs> that the value of this company only is like can go up. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I think that people know what they're doing. So, like, restricting trading to, like, five, which Robinhood did, and then the next day, or the same day, they restricted it to two shares and then one one share yesterday. I was like, oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> there it is. Mm -hmm. So, well, to, the, the warnings seem silly, but maybe they're not. I don't know. To be fair to the brokerages, um, in the past, there have been, like, a fair amount of people that, um like went and did like really really dumb investing moves and then like lost all their money or more than their entire money that they had invested like millions yeah. of dollars and then uh like they um get in a lot of media attention for it like there was a college student um who <clears throat> lost seven hundred fifty thousand dollars um uh and obviously didn't have that much money um right and so then uh he killed himself oh, oh yeah wow. so uh like robin hood like that it, it i think they were probably worried about getting uh bad media attention for people losing a lot of money sure interesting so yeah not worried about bad media attention for for stopping trading oh for stopping buying because they still allow selling so yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. interesting indeed yeah. i don't know the whole uh situation kind of crazy and i was on the phone with other aiden aiden nelson yesterday and we were talking about well we were supposed to watch the last episode of lovecraft country but we really devolved into stonks uh -huh. <laughs> and we were talking about the value of shorting in the market and i was like 
well, shorting exists, right, for, like, a pretty good reason. And then he was like, no, because <laughs> I would say Emily's argument, right? Like, people shouldn't be able to make money and benefit off of companies going bankrupt. And I was like, well, if the company's not worth anything, like, if they're overvaluing themselves or, like, if they're putting fake reportings out, like, shouldn't that be stopped? And, and it, I don't know. Gives people reasons to look, because that's theoretically, like, not the investor's fault that... Or it is the investor's fault that they invested in a company that wasn't real or not all of it, right? Like if a company puts out fake things, but be like a smart investor who looks into what you're buying, basically. And shorting allows that to like, or allowing stocks to go down allows that to exist for like a pretty good reason. But he was like, disgusting parasites. (laughs) I was like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's fine. I mean, that yeah, that's a classic <laughs> argument that's been going on for a long time, and it, it probably still will continue yeah. to go on forever. Yeah. That's capitalism, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I think we're close to the end. Is there any anything else we need to add about stocks before we go into our thank yous? I wanted to talk about the the first time I sold. Ooh. Which is... Tell me about it. Because, because I am the epitome of, like, uh, feeble-minded <laughs> when i when i started at the very least i was like oh my gosh i can't handle looking at cash app being red all the time like i need to sell the moment it goes green right and make like a two cent profit basically because it's just so stressful to me Aiden looks so skeptical right now <laughs> but uh, my first my first and my only decent sell it was a five dollar profit was visa <laughs> which is like to be fair, and it's going back down, so I sold that high. Anyway, I have had only bad sells after that. So, like, Alphabet, I sold because I felt, like, really weird uh, morally about it. And so I was like, no, I'm just going to sell it and then put it into Tesla. <laughs> and then I had Alibaba, and I sold it, and Chase, and I sold it. And I just... In my head, there's, like, no other strategy except for holding. Because if I held all of those except for Visa, like, I would have made money, like, a few months later. I don't know. I... Thoughts? Is there... What are other strategies? I guess that's what investing okay, wait, is, wait. right? Just I like... need to tell you guys the, like, one thing I'm proud of about my investing. Uh-huh. And it was kind of a gamble, but so far it's paid off and I'm unsure about whether I should sell it or not. But when Donald Trump was our president, I bought stocks that were very low in green energy because that man has done nothing for green energy and nobody cares about it. <laughs> and I was betting that Joe Biden would win the election. And that was a big bet. <laughs> I'm kind of like sketched out that I thought that would actually happen. But then it did happen. And since he's been in office, I have made a lot of money comparatively to what I invested in them back. Like I've made, I've netted a bunch of money and I don't know if I should sell it now. Like if this is the time or if I should wait. We're just starting. We're just starting, right? Should I keep keep it? (laughs) Four more years. I don't know. I'm not your financial advisor. Okay. I'm going to keep it. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just going to keep thinking about it. What'd you say, Aiden? I said, sure. Yeah. Keep it. Yes. But I'm pretty pleased with myself about that move. And it's kind of like Ashley. All my other stocks are just like nothing really exciting going on there. I'm just hanging out with them. But those two, I think it's Enphase Energy and Nicola Energy are like... Oh, Nicola. Oh. Oh, Nicola. We love to see. <laughs> no. 
That's uh that's the hydrogen trucking one, right? I don't remember. I looked into it when I bought it. I don't remember now. Okay. That's Trevor Milton, right? Yeah, that's that one is uh supposed to be a scam. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, they they their truck. Okay, tell us about this game. Tell us the about the truck game. prototype. Okay, so this was another funny thing that happened on Wall Street Bets. They were talking about this guy's truck prototype. They had a video of it um, driving, like the the hydrogen powered truck. Um, but uh-huh. they went to the location. Uh, like investigators went to the location, <gasps> and it was fake. slightly sloped. So the truck driving so was, just, was just rolling down a hill for like a couple of miles. That's insane. Yeah. Why have I made money and then they off had of it this... if it's a joke? Because people like it's, it's like a it's like a <laughs> pump and dump. So people pump up the price and Get then they and sell wait. it all. And to rubes. <laughs> to you, no. Emily. Get out. I made money off of it. I'm not. I haven't been tricked yet. Do I need to get rid of it? That's up to you, boss. Yeah, we're not. We're still not your financial advisor. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I'll but keep that. Okay, we can do that if... more. I'll look into it. Tell me if thank you. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm stressed. Is plug a scam? I don't think it is, What's right? Plug? Power plug. Plug power, sorry. Plug power? I've never heard of that. Uh it was it was created a super long time ago. It like peaked crazy high in two thousand and eight, so maybe it is a scam. It was like three thousand dollars <laughs> and then it dropped. This is another <laughs> it tanked. This is another hydrogen fuel cell company? <laughs> what is it with you guys it and is. hydrogen? That's why well, that's why I was like, oh, maybe Emily and I invested in the same company. We didn't, <laughs> first of all. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it is another one. Well, when they were, I think they were, like, partnering to make batteries. And so I was like, oh, when Tesla is popping off, I was like, okay, I'll invest in Plug as well because of the success of Tesla. Okay. Uh, I don't well, know. Well, a hydrogen fuel cell is different than a battery. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's very different. <sighs> Sorry. You might anyway. want to look into that one, too. <laughs> okay, you to everything ever that I've ever done in my whole financial life. Oh, well, Tesla worked out, so true. <laughs> okay, I wanted to close this section with a final thought. There are other ways to make money, right, than investing in stocks, like working. Well, <laughs> I meant besides like trading. Oh. I suppose is what oh, I meant. Okay. So, like the reason why I tend to like trade or invest short term right in like companies is because I have a way better grasp on that like I get that I just bought 0.0002 of a Tesla share I don't understand quite as well like VTI or ETFs or like Roth IRAs and things like that and so I would just rather be like okay take my money Mr. Musk (laughs) it's just like so much easier so Aiden, can you explain other ways <laughs> to to prepare for the future for retirement? Okay, so first of all, a Roth IRA is not like a investment. Uh, it's like a type of a, a account. IRA In, stands for individual right. retirement account. Right, and so I under like I understand the like basically you can't get taxed on it and mm-hmm. you can put 6000 in a year but yeah. that 6000 goes towards buying stocks correct right or or bonds right or bonds mm-hmm. right or cd's i don't know what decade uh, you are from, <laughs> annuities <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever you want my background of 
finance. I didn't take any college classes in it. I only got high school economics. And my economics teachers mm. only showed us Dave Ramsey videos. So, so I literally feel like I learned to only buy everything with all cash. Like, I cash. literally don't know what to do besides that. So I'm buying my house in cash in the future, but that's that all I learned. That is the funniest so. thing I've heard about your high school, Ashley. You guys watch Dave Ramsey in school? Yeah, what did you do for economics i was gonna say Uh, part of my thank yous is the thank you to mr carl my high school economics teacher who played the stock market game with us which i don't know if anyone else did that but it's this whole simulation for high schoolers and so that was my introduction to stock market and i didn't win it i was pretty bad at it then but at least i know what it is now Mm. and the kids in my school who won it thought they were hilarious because they invested in like cannabis companies and they made a ton of money and they we're kings of fake money. We love to, we love to see it. Kush king. Mr. Monopoly <laughs> money bags. Uh, okay, so okay, so in a Roth is a type of account mm-hmm. that you can open. Okay, how else can you make money? <laughs> how else do you make passive income in the future? How else do you retire comfortably? Like without investing in the stock market? Is that what you're asking? E- yeah or i guess even in just like individual stocks so you, you can, can so we talked about like vti earlier which are just like safer yeah just groups of stocks you mean, right in like, etf what you, vti vti or vanguard vanguard VTS. sorry vanguard okay invest in vti <laughs> well yeah <laughs> vanguard isn't the only company that does like uh index funds right there's okay. a the word is index yeah funds. mm-hmm too many terms. I okay. wish I had high school economics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, index funds, uh, probably safer long-term bet than individual stocks because, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, for example, Nikola, um, if you invest in it, it could go up a bunch, but then in 20 years, uh, uh, maybe it could be, or maybe even five years, it could be bankrupt. Uh, and then, but uh, the hopefully the individual... to sell. <laughs> the, whole <laughs> the whole economy... Uh, won't be bankrupt, right? So, like, all the stocks in the stock market, if you're buying every single one of them weighted by market cap, uh, you're likely to be doing better in five years than you were five years ago. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think this is my, like, generalization. I think this is what mature adults do. Like, this is what my Mm -hmm. parents do. This is what Aiden at 17 did. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, my parents <laughs> don't, my parents... like, buy individual stocks. They don't really care. They're just, like, we're gonna just get our money when we retire from the stock market. And they're, like, happy about that. They were... Yeah, and I think we're... Oh, go ahead. They were a little stressed when the market crashed um, in March because they were, like, we're mm-hmm. never gonna retire. But they've come back from that. They think they're gonna retire now, so... Okay. Th- okay. Thank yous. Um, yeah. Like I said, thank you to thank Mr. Yous. Carl for teaching me the stock market, and thank you to Katie Tripp, Lily Meyer, and Kit for being in my stock market group and for losing a bunch of money with me. Uh, thank you, Mr. Richie, my economics teacher. Uh, despite you not know, having so many Dave Ramsey videos, <laughs> you were uh, a good politics teacher. Um, I'm gonna say thank you to Wall Street Bets for providing me hours of entertainment uh watching people make terrible <laughs> trades like the guy who tried to corner the market on ornamental gourds thank you uh to the man who invested five hundred thousand dollars and made 
<laughs> and hasn't made it, of course, because he hasn't sold at high $47 million. Whoa. And it's now down, like, several millions. <laughs> but still hasn't sold. <laughs> kind of a king. Did you know how much capital gains taxes are? It's insane. It's like a quarter of your profit. You just give back to the Let me government. tell you here how high income taxes are. They're much higher than capital gains taxes. <laughs> Not that much higher. No! But, oh my goodness. Yeah. This is why, like, regular people can't make money. <laughs> This is why I'm squashed. <laughs> I'm being oppressed. <laughs> Help. Um, okay, thank you to um, Leonardo DiCaprio for the movie The Wolf of Wall Street, because I think that was another introduction to the... the. I think I, I literally understand stocks so much more after watching that movie, so... Mm. Really, huh? Thank. Oh, you know what? Thank you f- to Planet Money, who's been my real economics teacher. <laughs> mm. And it's so much more fun and interesting than high school economics. Fun thing about Planet Money, they have banned the term, here's the thing, on their podcast because they used it too they much. They can't even thank us. This is messed up. I know. Um, thank you to my brother who just wants me to be able to retire comfortably one day. I do appreciate that. And my family for being so excited about gambling together. <laughs> it's my nightmare. <laughs> Um, yeah, thank you. Shout out to my brother who we could have had on this episode because during quarantine he got really into stocks and has been like buying and selling like obsessively and paid for his, <laughs> but like is like being smart about it and paid for his tuition of grad school with it. Like was very intense about it. Why aren't you doing what Ian's doing? I'm so he's confused. Put, <laughs> he put so much time into it and... I don't know. I know, but it literally paid off. It's Holy so cow. intimidating. Dead. And he gets into, and like, a part of it's Bitcoin, which I don't even want to talk about that. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. But it's, he's, it's working great out for him, so I'm happy for him. Oh, man. Oh. Okay, okay, oh. yeah, we're not talking about Bitcoin. We're at an hour. Any final thoughts? Thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Bye bye. That was the thing. That was the thing. That was there. There it was. There it it's was. been so long that I forgot. I forgot how to end the podcast. Okay. Very good. Thanks for being on, Aiden. Oh, yeah. yeah. And thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you, Aiden. <laughs> thank you, Aiden, for being our <laughs> guest and explaining everything to us. Again, we're not experts. <laughs> Again, listen to nothing that we've said. Re- do your own research. <laughs> yeah. We literally bought scams. <laughs> <laughs>